Hello and welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Second Story Podcast and this is your host Shruti. So today you guys are going to have a lot of fun because we have a new guest with us. Our guest today is Karen Warren. She is a passionate traveler and she documents all her travel stories on her blog which is called worldwiderider.co.uk. She has also traveled many countries so there's a lots to take from her. So let's just talk to her and get inspired. You never know, she might just tell a place and you might just book a ticket there. So yeah, so let's just talk to her. Hi Karen. Hi. How are you? Fine, thank you. So where are you at the moment? I'm at home in England, in Yorkshire, northern England. Oh, cool. It's cold and wet. Okay, so Karen, tell me, which was the first country you ever traveled to, like, you know, as a trip? Right, okay. When I was young, we lived in the south of England, and you could get boats to France. Mm-hmm. So we used to take day trips to France when I was a child. So that is the first country I ever went to. Cool, that's cool. So any three reasons uh, like you would like to give to our listeners why everyone should visit France at least once? Well, France is lovely. It's very varied. Um, there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of history. There's some wonderful countryside. And of course, you've got French food. So of course, everyone has to go to France just for the food, really. Cool. That sounds great. So while talking about France, that brings me to Italy because it's a neighboring country and you have many blogs written on it. So I'm sure your trips to Italy must have been super fun. So tell our viewers three reasons why they should include Italy in their bucket list. Only three reasons. Well, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to give more, you can totally give more because we are (laughs) making everyone book that ticket right away. Italy is my favorite foreign country and I've been there lots. Um, partly because of the art and the architecture. You've got those beautiful cities and small towns. And of course, you've got the art galleries for the paintings, but also because of the history, not just the Roman history, but you've got historic towns like Venice and Florence and all sorts of history. Then you've got the food. Yeah, the food is uh, pretty good. And, but you've also got quite amazing countryside, you know, and again, it's very varied. So, yeah, I think everybody's got to get themselves to Italy. Oh, that's cool. And when you mentioned food, I'm sure all, all the other foodies out there must have totally taken it down. So, yes, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, can I just say, well, we're talking about Italian foods. If anyone's eaten Italian foods in, in Britain or in America, Italian food in Italy is different, <laughs> you know, so you don't get Italian food until you get to Italy, really. So, yes, so you get the real Italian food only in yes. Italy, the authentic one. So, which is your favourite dish? Which is your favourite Italian dish? Oh, favourite dish. Well, of course, I mean, I always love pasta with, um, but proper Italian pasta, yeah, with, um, <laughs> you know, sort of authentic um, tomato sauce with fresh herbs, you know, I, if you sit in a restaurant and you see the chef here picking the herbs and stirring Ooh. them into the sauce, you know, that is just very nice. Wow, it just made me imagine things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, that's really awesome. So what's the best time of the year that, you know, people can could plan their trip to Italy? What's the best time to go to Italy? Um, Well, I can tell you what's the worst time. Just don't go in August because um, it's very hot okay. and it's very busy. 
and sometimes uh, your fireplaces are closed because you know the cafe owners have gone on holiday themselves or whatever so i'd say avoid august any other time is good i mean even in you know sort of october it could be quite hot yeah, especially if you go to the south so i'd say yeah and i've never i've never been in the winter so I, so I don't know about that. But I'd say spring, spring and autumn is probably the best times. Okay, all right. So moving on, um, you know, like since we're talking about your blog and your love for travel and you spoke about a couple of countries that you've traveled to, mm-hmm. Karen, that brings me to ask you a question. Like what exactly pulled you into the world of travel? Because before you were working in a corporate office, so you mm-hmm. had a job and then you left it and then you came into the world of travel. Tell me what pulled you into that? Oh, well, I've always liked to travel. Even when I was working mm-hmm. full time, I just traveled, you know, whenever I got a spare moment because, you know, there's a whole world out there and I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> to see it all really. And, um, also my, my daughter went to live in the Middle East. So she lived in, in, um, the United Arab Emirates. And so, of course, you know, it was a matter of going to visit her. Oh. There and then she moved to New Zealand, so we've been to visit her there. So that's been a, also an incentive for traveling. But really, it's just because there's the more you travel, the more you like to do it. Yeah, and it just pulls you in. And every time you tick somewhere off the bucket list, you add two more onto the bottom. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> so much out there to see. Well, actually, I couldn't agree more. That's true. When you delete one from your bucket list, you add two at the bottom. Absolutely. <laughs> that's so true. That's like absolutely summarized the whole process. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. So the next question is... Um, like, you know, when we travel, we have many stories, mem- many memories to talk about. I know picking out one from those millions of mm-hmm. memories that we have is really difficult. I know many of my guests, like, don't like to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, no. you know, because they find it so difficult picking out one. I can totally understand. Like, you know, can you just pick out one story and tell our listeners right. the one that you will I- never forget? Yeah, okay, well, there's a few, I could, like most people, I could answer with a few different trips, but I suppose the one, is really the one that started it all back when I was a student, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a friend who was staying in Rome for the summer, and I said, oh, I'll come out and visit you, so I booked a train ticket from London to Rome, and I went off on my own. I never actually met my friend, <laughs> but um, I don't know where she was. But I had a fabulous time. You know, I, I met people along the way, and um, on the way back, I stopped with some of the people I'd met who lived in Paris, and it was just a wonderful time. And I suppose if anything sparked off the desire for travel, it was probably that trip. So yeah, so that's the one that yeah will will always stay with me. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And you, you were pretty quick at telling that, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, so moving on. Um, Karen, do you have, like, any travel habits or rituals, like, you know, before traveling to some place or when you are at some new place, you follow something or something like that? Do you have any of those? Not really. I mean, I always have things that I'm looking for when I go. And, you know, I, I have objectives. Um one of the things I do on my blog, and which I do, which I do anyway, because I like it, is I look for unusual things. So, um, like uh, something I've been doing at the moment is looking for ancient labyrinths, 
and so I'll go to a place that I know there's a labyrinth and I'll go out and look for it. So I have sort of quests when I go. The other thing I do is I always try to find recipes to bring home. If I oh, eat yeah. something in a restaurant and I really like it, I say, right, I've got to find the recipe so we can have it at home. Wow, that's a very good ritual, actually. I should start yeah. doing that now. <laughs> but I can't cook. <laughs> but that's the other part of the story. But then if you have the recipe, it's kind of easy. Sometimes I goof up even then. Like I screw it up even when I have the recipe in front of me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. It's not always quite the same as you get when you're away. I that's true. That's nice so to true. try. That's true. But at least you, you should try it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, like, moving on. Um, you have a section in your blog uh, where you review travel apps. Well, uh, Karen, uh, can you tell us which travel apps are your favorite? Oh, good question. Um, the one that I use all the time is Google Maps. You know, I, I wouldn't actually survive without Google Maps because I just use it to find my way everywhere. But of the ones I've reviewed on my um, blog, well, I mean, they're all, they're all useful. But the one, the one I particularly like is GPS My City that has actually sort of pre-made walks in sort of major cities. So you can sort of do, you know, like an architecture walk or whatever in a particular city. And it sort of uses the GPS mapping to sort of help you to get from one place to another, which I find really useful. Well, that's cool. So these are some of the apps that Karen suggests us. So uh, moving on, since we're talking about your blog, I mean, we spoke about a section of your blog. How about we <laughs> talk your blog as a whole? Website? Right. So, uh, would you like to tell our listeners a few blogging tips? So, if you're, if you want to be a travel blogger, what would I say to somebody? Well, I think there's probably two, two things. One is I'd say you make sure you're giving people the content they want. So that starts with writing about what you're interested in, because if you're not interested, your readers won't be interested either. But beyond that, it's a matter of giving people stuff that maybe isn't already on the net. Uh, getting your facts right, proofreading <laughs> that annoys mm-hmm. people enormously if you if you've uh, not proofread your your blogs. But quite apart from that, I think you have to remember if you're a blogger that um, you're running a business. So it's a matter of making sure you've got your business plan and that you know you know what you're going to do with it and if you're going to try to make money from it, how you're going to do it. And the other thing which is absolutely crucial, I think, is to network with other people, other bloggers, and learn from them and what they're doing. You know, if you if you either get to conferences if you can, or if you can't, get onto Facebook and join some blogging groups and just sort of interact with other bloggers, see what they're doing. Well, those were mm. some very handy tips. It's very important, actually, to research about a particular thing before you get into it. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. So, talking about blogging, who is your favorite travel blogger? Right, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you would say me myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I could say that. I could say. Yeah, I, I, was think, I was thinking about this one because I tend to sort of dip into lots of blogs. I like um, blogs that... Um, give me facts about where I'm going next or where I might go next or which tell interesting stories. So I did pick out one which is called um, Crowded Planet. Okay. And I like that one because, uh, well, partly because it's got a lot of content about Italy, which is good. And also... <laughs> yeah, that's because <laughs> your favourite place. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but also because it's... Um, 
has some good stories and they get into depth about particular things and um, yeah, just just some nice stuff on there. Well, that's cool. That was your favorite blogger. So from your favorite blogger and from talking about blogging and websites, uh, let's move on to travel budget tips because money is very important and we have to spend a lot of it while traveling so it would be like you know for some of them budget traveling is really important so you know would you like to give our listeners some travel budget tips yes i think um a lot of i mean i tend to do a lot of independent travel and i, I t- tend to take a do-it-yourself approach so i think number one th- the number one tip i would say if you want to save money is Go use things like places like Airbnb where you can sort of um actually stay in somebody's house or somebody's apartment and get yourself self catering facilities. Yeah, I think number one budget tip is self cater because not only do you not have to go into restaurants every night, which saves you a lot of money, but also you can it's more fun because you can eat locally, you can go to a supermarket, see what they've got, you know, see how the locals are, are shopping and cooking, and you can take picnics. And that, I think, is a really good way of um, saving money. There are other ways, of course, you can... House-sitting house is a good one. Actually, um, staying in people's houses and looking after them. And probably taking a do-it-yourself approach to a lot of what you do, um, rather than sort of signing up for a package tour. Actually, you know, doing some of the stuff for yourself is a good way of saving money as well. Cool. Well, those were some cool travel budget tips for all you guys by Karen. So moving on, um, Karen, tell us how was your experience at this year's T-Bags? You know that happened in Sweden, Stockholm. I always love T-Bags. As I said before, yeah, you know, if you're a blogger, networking with other bloggers is like absolutely essential. You just learn so much, and, and it's good fun as well. So this year, T-Bags was in uh, Stockholm, and which is really was really great because I've didn't really know Sweden I'd, before I'd only ever been there like on a day trip so and Stockholm is a you know, really beautiful city and I also got the chance to go on a fam trip to the far north of Sweden which was really interesting and uh, while I was uh, at Tbex I got to talk to the check-in story team which was really cool um yeah so if any, any travel bloggers out there I really recommend going to Tbex it's um you learn a lot and you meet a lot of people. That's cool. And the team check-in story also had a lot of fun and it was their privilege to actually have met you there. And also many other bloggers out there. It was, it was just beautiful. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, any favorite keynote speaker there? Oh, now you've put me on the spot, I think. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten names. But I went to two different sessions on affiliate marketing. Oh, okay. And they were really interesting. And I've come back and I've put them into practice and I'm busy earning lots of money from affiliate marketing. But <laughs> marketing. Well, actually, I'm not, but I'm on the way to doing so. So th- that's amazing. So uh, moving on, Karen, where is your next trip? Where are you headed next? Right. Okay. I'm going down to London for the World Travel Market, which... um. I'm not sure if your listeners know about World Travel Market, but it's a big trade show where tourist um, organisations from all the, around the world come to show showcase what they've got, and uh, bloggers are invited to this to talk to 
the tourist organisations, which is really great. It's, again, it's fabulous for networking, for meeting other bloggers and for meeting mar destination marketing officers. So, but of course, because it's in London, I'm taking the opportunity to do a bit of just meeting friends, um, doing things in London, going out for meals, all the usual sort of stuff. So that'll be good. Wow, that sounds interesting. May you have a lot of fun there. Thank you. <laughs> cool. So on a parting note, do you want to say something to all those people who are into a corporate world and want to get into the travel world since you yourself have done that once? So do you want to give some message for all those people out there? The easy message is just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but of course, it's not always that easy. But I suppose the message really is... If that's what you want to do, just find a way of doing it. You know, so, uh, there are a lot of blogs out there of people who have tried to do the same thing. Uh, there are people who travel every weekend. There are people who maybe work part-time and travel a lot, Yeah, get longer holidays or longer weekends. Or, of course, the other thing people sometimes do is they get themselves working in the travel industry and get lots of travel that way. So I think the message really is, if you really want it, just sit down and work out how you're going to do it. Get Make a plan and stick to it. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you want to do it, do it. <laughs> and don't think <laughs> about anything else. <laughs> yeah, Because the more we think about, there are more doubts in our mind and then we kind of are, have start having second thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. You know, just um, say, put all those doubts aside and say, right, now I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's where we come to the end of the show. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. It was so much fun right. talking to you. Well, thank you for talking to me. And uh, thank you for all your listeners for listening to me. <laughs> So guys, those were some amazing travel budget tips and blogging tips from Karen. I hope you had fun listening to her stories as much as I did. And to know more about her, follow her on Twitter, Instagram and also check out her site. You will find the links in the show notes below. Well, that's where we come to the end of today's episode. Stay tuned for more fun stuff, travel stories and our interviews with some more interesting travelers. And for this, all you need to do is simply subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud and iTunes. This is your host Shruti signing off. Keep traveling. <laughs>